Yo, this is Teresa Weatherspoon, better known as Teaspoon, and you're watching Real Fans, Real Talk. Alright, so for you guys, all you guys watching at home, you guys are in for a real special treat. Um, because I, I and now now I, I was already hyped, but now you got me even more hyped because now I gotta see you you versus uh Max. Um I gotta see y'all two y'all two go at it. Sir Isaac's in there too. Oh, yeah, you already know it's Ace Town. If Sir Isaac can get it in, it ain't an Ace Town dunk contest. Yeah, Sir Isaac's in that joint too. He's the yeah, he a, he a dunking legend as well too. So yeah, I know I'm fresh. I got I got to pop my ears. I'm fresh off a little chin. Oh, he, he had it. He had on the you know side there. So I need another trophy. You feel me? Need a little sum for the collection. It's not like we get money too, man. Like yeah, I've been yeah. waiting. I've been waiting so long to get in this contest. I'm coming for blood. Like I'm like, it's, it's, it's going like, that's the type of energy I'm bringing into it because I've waited and I know the people have been waiting to see me. Like I know the people that's been coming and be like, yo, we want Jordan in this contest. And me and ACO have been talking. We've been talking. We done met linked up at Venice. We done linked up at all types of stuff. And just the timing was, this wasn't happening, but God works in mysterious ways because everything that's supposed to happen is going to happen. And this is the perfect time for it. Like it's starting up the tour. It's doing something with the kids, which is what I love to do, which is why I even play for the Harlem Wizards and I do my camps and stuff like that because we have the same agenda here. Yeah, we got we have the same agenda here. We just want the youth to be inspired where Rafer and the guys in the dunk game like Worm and Guy Dupuis inspire me and inspire him. Like, we want to be those. We want to be the next because you may not always get to meet your favorite NBA player. But thanks to social media, you can meet us now. We can tap in with you. You can pull up to these celebrity games. And we are humble enough to have full conversations with you that can change your life. I can't count how many times I just talked to a kid and it made made their day. Like, I had a kid... Last week hit me up. I talked to him maybe five years ago at a wizard game. And he was like, yo, I'm finna start. He was like, I'm finna start college. Like I, I just, I just uh, got to a D1 because I was on the wrong path. And you told me like to focus and lock in. Like that's what that's what we do it for. Like no, that's, not, that's the bigger picture. Yeah, that's no, that's 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 a dope thing. I mean, that's that's what what balling for pieces has been about, you know, from the jump as well, you know, working with the kids. You know, Ron has always been had the youth out there working and, and, and putting their work in the community. That's why, you know, we've been supporting, you know, H2O and Balling for Peace, you know, since the very beginning. Um and even even why, you know, when we went to Haran and was like, yo, you know, the Balling for Peace was dope. But I, I, you know, I, you know, we could step it up another level if we bring the dunk contest there, and um, and then and Haran was like, "Yo, just you know, let me know next year." I don't know if you if you thought we I was actually gonna come back to you with it Yo. or not, but yeah, we was you know we was and, ready. And, and it, again, like a lot of things that we do, it goes from a conversation to on paper and mm-hmm. to reality. Like you know, it, it it don't take much. I tell people all the time. People are like, yo, what can I do? Do what you can do. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you can do that, mm-hmm. then do it. There's no need to talk about it. Most people try to, like, you know, they try to attach it to a bag a lot of times. They're like, yo, what's the bag? What's this? It's like, yo, bro, that's the wrong approach. Like, period. The end. Like, because if, if if that's where you're coming from, then that's not, it, it's not coming from the heart. Like, you know, I've done left Balling for Peace events and Queens Week events with Lent in my pocket, meaning I didn't make a dime. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, my first two or three bowling for pieces, people didn't even know who put them together. That's how humble I've been. Like, I didn't do any, like, I didn't go around and, like, try to do all that. I remember the first and second bowling for piece, I didn't even have an interview. I had, matter of fact, one interview. Yeah. Um, it was, I'm talking about at my at, actual at the, event. Yeah, the event. Yeah. You know, because I had to run around and run it. And people were like, yo, you can't, who's helping you? It's like, you want to help? Like, come on and help. Like, but at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I couldn't, you can't rely on people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you can't rely on them to do, to, 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 to lead out your message. You know, if it's my message, it's my ship, I'm going to drive it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ask my people to come on. I'm a, so everybody at Bowling for Peace, I personally knew as far as who was playing it, different things of that nature, or I met them through somebody that I knew. Um, and it's always just been a phone call or a, a message or, you know, a personal invite. Like, but um, I, that's that's where, you know, the biggest thing about Balling for Peace and it's more community based. It's more real person based. Like yeah. a lot of people come to these events and if you act in bougie and all that other stuff, yo, we don't need you there. Because like, again, I've had battle rappers and then I've had like actors and this and that. Well, I just mix them all together. I have like A-list, cool Everybody and everybody is cool. Everybody cool. Yeah, everybody's chilling. The celebrities, the athletes, they they don't have a problem doing interviews. They interacting with the with the with the people, with the kids. Like it, it's just an all around you know great experience. One hundred percent. And I'm I'm happy this year. You know, Jordan. Um, finally he's gonna be in a dunk contest, and he, he playing in the game too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, for yeah. sure. People gotta know. understand. I'm a hooper first. Yeah, yeah. Before. I'm a hooper first. Before all this dunk stuff, I had two options. It was overseas or go try to do the ball up stuff. And my mom was sick. So I'm like, I'm not going overseas. And my mom just got diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. I'm going to try to stay home and try to figure it out this way. And then I end up doing ball up. And they told me about dunk cuts. And now I'm done. Like, I didn't, I used to dunk after like practices and stuff, but I never. I didn't know this was the thing. Like nobody knew Duncan was going. Was like I was just trying to hoop. Like I play like the Rosen. Like I'm a mid range assassin. Let me get into my spot. It's easy. And then if I drive past you, what you gonna do? Jump? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, hold on, Jordan. We the, you you dunk so high on that one. We lost you for for a quick second. <laughs> run that, run that, run that back a little bit. That last part, you got a little scrambled Bro, up. My bad, man. Hotel Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> You know, it's shaky sometimes, but yeah, I'm a hooper, bro. Like, I'm a hooper at heart. Duncan is just an extension of that for me. I've always, I played basketball since I was two. I done did the AAU circuits. I done did some things overseas. So, I always love opportunities to show that. Are like, you looking to dunk on somebody in the game? game? Are you, are huh? you oh, yeah. looking to what? dunk? Jump. Jump. Okay. Jump. Please. <laughs> Tell somebody jump. Jump. Like, I dare you. Please jump. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna get interesting. Oh, and 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 also, um, you know, in addition to the trophy, um, you know, real fans, real talk. We also give five hundred dollars to uh the winner of the dunk contest, um, as well. So y'all, you know, y'all go home with a little cash prize as well. Yep. Hey, hey, Haran, I know, I know, it's hectic putting everything together, um, and with obviously four different cities. Are you playing in the celebrity games this year? Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'll play. I've been playing a lot of basketball actually uh, lately. I just I had a, a game earlier today as well too. Yeah, the game um, yesterday too. When you beat up on that little kid outside of Rucker. Yo, 
Hey, man, listen. Are you putting his business out there like that, Trip? He didn't want everybody to know. He just talked about the organization being community-based, and now you're going to talk about how he, he had to put a beat on, on the kid outside of Rutgers, The kid was on camera. They filmed it. The kid was talking trash, though. The kid was talking trash. Yeah, he was talking crazy. You know, you know where I get that from? And I'm going to be honest with you. Speedy Williams. Speedy, who played in uh, Above the Rim. Okay. Speedy Williams. You are no kid. Like, we do beat the coach, like being a Knicks uh, uh, coach and everything like that for the summertime. And if you lose to one of those kids, Speedy will cut you a new asshole. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, he will get it. Like, yo, you suck, you this. So I learned that from Speedy. I'm not going to let no kids beat me, ever. Like, no kids going to score a point on me. He he doesn't let it happen. So I learned from one of the legends. And, um, you know, if you know, you know Speedy, Jordan, right? Yeah. Listen, yeah. that's how I got done as a kid. All through Georgia, I done been – I done – I don't walk deep. They don't even know. Like I told 50 this the other day. I was like, yo, I used to go to the running shoots and try to hoop with y'all when I was a kid. Y'all run me off the court. But it's like that made me hungrier. It made me better. It want it wanted me to strive to be so good that y'all can't kick me off. Y'all can't tell me I gotta get off the court. Y'all gonna wanna yeah, play with me. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah. That, that's how I learned. That's how I learned. I, I didn't get no passes and everything like that. I got stories for days where I'm playing with the older group group and all that. And, and I remember in Bailey Projects, they used to have something called, like, if you lose in 21, you play game 21. If you lose, it was something called booties. You got to, like, put go go on the what's the name. And everybody who beats you has to throw the ball and try to hit you in the butt yeah. with the ball. So that's nobody that's got Bernie Mac in above the rim, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, so. Hardcore books. <laughs> yeah. But so that's what it was. So when I was young and I'm playing up, I'm like, no, I got to, you know what I'm saying? And that that's what it was, man. That's a that's real life story stuff. You know what I mean? But these kids can't beat you. If you're a grown adult, you can't let a kid win. Nah, that's true. That's true. Now, now, Haran, we, you also on the tour, you got a, you got Atlanta, you got Miami, yeah. and you got Dubai now too? Or is that, or did I just, in my mind, did I just throw that last one out there? Or the- you going to my city? <laughs> I didn't even talk about that yet. Wait a minute. Now, we, we so so I, I let the cat out of the bag yesterday. So Atlanta is one of the stops on the Road to Peace Tour. And we were going to do it at the uh, Overtime Arena. So you, I crazy. see that you just see, if you just you posted the video of my clip from overtime. I don't think nobody want to see me in that gym. Yeah, so, so, so the overtime arena, we working out a time that we can do it. And um, you know, trip as you know before, like I've had ample time to kind of like put these events together. But what Corona and, and COVID has taught me is that you don't need that much time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a sense of urgency now that everybody puts out. So a month is good for me. Yeah. A month, we already selling tickets and then people, you know, coming and contributing what they're doing. Um, but I think people just want to be outside and just, you know, kind of live life again. So when you have something enticing like a ball of a piece coming to their city and it's the first the first stop, like, so Houston, I'm sure they feel, like, excited about it because it's like, wow, they bringing something new to our city. And, and, and people ask me, why Houston? Why Houston? Because last year I went out to Houston for my, my birthday mm-hmm. and um, it was like just different. I had went to Houston. I played in the uh, the NBA three on three back in 2016. 
but I didn't leave my hotel. Like I just, you know, I'm, when you, when I'm hooping, I'm locked in. I'm just like locked in. I'm trying to win and all that. So I'm not going out partying or anything. I didn't have time to hang out with friends and family. But when I went this past time, it was amazing. I'm like, yo, this is great. I was, I remember I was at a spot called Chapman and Kirby and I'm just like looking like, yo, this can't be life right now. It was just a great time. It was a, a wonderful atmosphere. And I'm like, yo, when I start balling for peace back, I'm, I'm going to Houston first. And that's how Houston came. And I got so many people who live in Houston, my friends, uh, you know, um, who is out there now living, moving from New York, who go out there in Houston. And it's just an amazing feeling like to have um, your own be involved with what you got going on. So a lot of people are helping me out, out in Houston right now that's um, pushing this event. And it's I look forward to being one of the best balling for pieces yet. No, that's that's a fact, man. And we, we're looking forward to it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue to. Actually, you guys have seen we've been posting pretty much daily, um, in regards to 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 the Houston Balling for Peace. We're gonna continue to do that all the way up into until the day of, um, and we'll and and I'll actually be following uh Haran around, um, as we continue on the 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 Road to Peace tour, just uh, capturing all of that all of that footage footage. So it's gonna be like really dope. We're gonna have a nice, you know. Nice little documentary together. We once finally we, gonna, yeah. we, got, we got some stuff that we've been talking about, you know, right before, I'm um, not sorry to cut you off, Trip, but um, right before um, our last Balling for Peace. And people were like, yo, last year. I'm like, nah, that was three years ago, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, people, we did last year. Like, nah, that was three years. June 1st, 2019, bro. St. Francis College was my last Balling for Peace celebrity charity basketball game bro and it was one of the best we had everybody named mama in that game we also honored skip uh not skip we honored smush parker it was his birthday we had kennifer yes. reed coach yeah. and all it was, it was dope it was dope it was exciting to have all those people organically um involved with bowling for peace but i'm looking forward to this one as well and then atlanta you know hopefully once once we get that date solidified but we're in miami um july 4th weekend july 1st through the 3rd July 4th is on a Monday this year. So we're going to stay out there and try to do something for the 4th as well. Um, and then we're going to finish here in New York in August, August uh, uh, 19th to the 21st. And, you know, I just feel like it's um, it's doable. It's going to be a lot, but it's doable. So when people under, like when they understand that this is super independent and that it's not, it doesn't have, I don't have a big, you know, corporation behind me and stuff like that. I don't have a Nike. I got Wooter, you know, they do my uniforms and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not like I'm getting a, a bag from this. Like I'm creating opportunities for people. I'm creating opportunities a lot for others. You know what I'm saying? Because that, if you, if you look at it, I've stayed the same and, and level-headed, you know, even when bowling for pieces, you know, is going on, you can go high, you can go low. But I've always stayed the same in, in just my approach in life. You know, I, I never get to a point where it's like, I think I'm better than anybody because I'm doing this. Like, and, and Trip, you know this, it's like, we've talked about it. Maybe, it, you know, sometimes I, I feel like I'm too humble in a sense. You know what I mean? And we, we talked about who, who, who's humble, who's on, who's winning, who's like, you know, and, and who, you know, a lot of people, a lot of humble people get looked over a lot of time. And I want to, I want to change that mold. I want to, be able to stay and sustain the person who I am and the dignity and respect that I have for myself and that others have for me and win. Cause you can win and be, and be humble. You understand? Yeah. So that's, that's one of my goals to, to remain myself 
throughout this journey, you know, uh, of pushing, falling for peace and pushing everything, just this journey of life. I want to just stay, you know, in, in my same lane. I always say stay in your lane until it opens up. And, you know, in this tour going to Houston is going to open up more opportunities and, and, and just more people's eyes to what's actually going on with this organization. I got you. Now, two questions, and I just want to be clear on the first question. So Dubai is definitely not on the tour stop. That's not one of the tour stops. First question. <laughs> but I let you just wanted to make sure because I, you know, I thought that was for myself anyway. I thought I, but that's neither here nor there. Second question: Yo, since Ed, I, you want to go to Dubai? If you want to go to Dubai? We go. We go to Dubai after at, at, at the end of August. I bet, 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 bet. Um, but you know, we got we got to talk a little bit about about the NBA and what's going on right now. Um, the playoffs are amongst us. You know, you guys are are, are the hoopers on on the show. So I'm gonna start with you guys. Um, the the playing tournament. Really quick, I know you know I, I know I know Haran, you I know you're a Knicks fan that you know, but the only New York team in the playing tournament right now is the Brooklyn Nets. Do you think the Nets? Nah, nah, hold on, hold on. We're not gonna let you do that trip. I'm just saying, did you think the Nets? Nah, like, nah, nah, they, nah, 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 nah. You're not gonna throw the backhanded jab, the compliment there. No, that about wasn't. Fan. That wasn't. A, oh my bad. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> no, no. I just, I just, I just like to remind Trip. You know what I'm saying? Because Haran and I are Knicks fans. We tortured yeah. Knicks fans. Yeah. We got to go through this every year. But what Trip is 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 bypassing is that his beloved Lakers actually had a worse record than our Knicks this year. Well, first so he don't want to hold on, hold on, hold on. He don't want to talk on, about on. the Lakers, so he want to he want to yeah. jab at the Knicks. They're not my beloved Lakers. I'm only under contract with them as long as LeBron is there. We established that already. They your uh, team. Right? Right? That's who you rooted oh, no, for this year, right? I'm under contract. Oh, I'm under that's contract. That's who you rooted for this year. But I'm still from. I'm still still. Who Brooklyn. did you root for this year? I rooted for Brooklyn and, and LeBron. Oh, now uh, Brooklyn and LeBron. Brooklyn, so, no, no, yeah. no. It was LeBron, and then Brooklyn was the. You can't say Brooklyn, then LeBron. Right. You say LeBron. I'm always. Ben gonna, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, so I'm always going to represent the borough. Anyway, I, I saw what you were trying to do there to Haran. Haran, I wasn't going to let that happen. I, we're not letting that fly, man. We're not letting that fly, man. No doubt, we're not letting that fly, man. So, all yes, right. Sir. So the way the way the plan is looking right now, though, the Nets. If 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 it actually goes in right now, because they I believe they play Cleveland in, in the first game. If they beat Cleveland, that would make the Nets the seventh seed, which would put them uh, against Milwaukee in the first round of the uh, of the playoffs. If that happens, but who's number one? Miami. Miami's number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, who do you they, think Brooklyn would want to see in the first round? Miami. Out of, out of Miami, Brooklyn would rather Brooklyn would rather see Miami than see Giannis. Cause Kate, cause, cause Giannis is has cooked KD at every matchup they've had this year. Is it's not good. It's not good for Brooklyn versus Milwaukee. Yeah, because Milwaukee's a team. That's what people keep misconstruing. Like that's like that Detroit Pistons team that beat the Lakers. It don't matter who you got on your team. If you got a team full of guys who know they role and is willing to go out there every night and play their hardest for their role, it's hard to beat that. It's hard. That's why, man, my boy Lonzo got hurt, man. I'm a Bulls fan, bro. We, it's been years of you Knicks fans, so you know years of pain. And we finally good, and we lose our defensive anchor, and now we just huh. – <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if anybody, if anybody like, thought the Bulls were, like, serious contenders outside of Chicago fans. Uh, no, nah, that's not. No, nah, no, nah, you can't say that. You can't say that you, because you, when the you, Bulls were healthy, when the Bulls were healthy, the Bulls were a top three seed in the East. Yeah, but I'm talking about in the playoffs, like and, and thinking like they're legitimate title contenders, I'm saying. Well, to Jordan's point, if they were healthy, it's a different conversation. 
But you're talking about a team that's not you fully healthy right now. The Bucks now. was title contenders, or the, or the Suns was title contenders, and they was in the finals last year when the season started. Like you wouldn't have thought them two. Right, you would not have thought the Suns and Bucks would have been in the finals at the beginning of last season. Nobody would have said that. No, but the but I did think that Milwaukee was a legitimate title contender just because of of, of how great Giannis is and the way the the way the team is played. I don't think that that they would have been there if um if we didn't have all the injuries that we had last year. Um but I mean, you know, Phoenix they're they're a very deep team and then they were they were they were a solid team but to add somebody like Chris Paul who may have the highest basketball IQ in the NBA outside of LeBron James, you know, he just took them to to a whole whole other level and you know and they just they did what they had to do. They beat Everybody that was in front of them, even though that you know, a lot of those teams was missing key players along the way. Um, but if we look at what what Phoenix is doing this year, they're right back to you know to what they where they were at last year. Right, but uh, so hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Every everybody looks at it and says, "Well, we knew Milwaukee could do this. We knew Phoenix could do that." No, we didn't because the two no. the two the two prior years we were criticizing Giannis for them not being able to get past the second round of the playoffs mm-hmm. and Chris Paul historically had never obviously had struggled getting beyond the conference finals so yep. once they ab- actually got over the hump and got there now we view them differently but to Jordan's point if your team is healthy you can't sit there and say well they they wasn't going to do that if the bulls come in fully healthy into the playoffs the Bulls is, is a top four team in the East, and then it really becomes about matchups, who they play and who they match up well against, and they have a shot because the East is wide open. Uh, this, as good as Milwaukee is, they're not a juggernaut. They're not a team that we're saying no one could beat in a series. Yeah, I, I don't even think no one fares any team like that. Like how they used, you know, like when the Warriors and Cavs was going to the finals all of them years in a row. It was like almost like, dude, why even play NBA season? I don't think it's like that anymore. Um, I That's think you know, it's not going to be like that for a while. Yeah, well, it's I not think the NBA be like that for a long time. They've done a, a, a great job at like making it make sense for you to stay at your respective franchises. You know, because of you know they they added you can get more money if you stay here and sign. You know that extension, other than you going, you'll lose millions, and it's not guaranteed that you're going to win. You know, and I think that like. What your Lakers did, um, trip where people were taking pay cuts and different things and in order to like go to the championship. They they didn't even make what LeBron didn't want to happen anymore. LeBron didn't want to play playing game. He thought it was crazy. They didn't even make that game, bro. And so that that's that's ridiculous. So also, not to take it off topic, but I never in my life want to hear anyone say LeBron is the GOAT, ever. Jordan's the GOAT. LeBron is, like, somewhere top 10. He's top 10. Oh, but he is nowhere near Michael Jordan, bro. I can't let you disrespect LeBron like that. We're not going to do that. All right, go ahead, Jordan. I can't you, brother, but I can't let you do that. And this is for one reason only: as two basketball fans talking, just two basketball fans talking. I always looked at it like this: the reason Jordan is the way he is, and the reason he did what he did. Jordan loved winning more than the game of basketball itself. Kobe is a fan of the game and what comes after it, and LeBron. 
is a fan of what he could do through basketball, which is why I feel like their careers have played out the way it was. LeBron, the only one that was a hood, born in the hood, born a hood dude, born poor, born through poverty, growing up with nothing. Yeah, winning a championship is cool, and I want to do that for my legacy, but I'm trying to build these schools. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do this. Jordan, like, I want ships. I want I want shoes. I want money. That's all I want, point blank. So that's all he focused on. Jordan didn't focus on nothing else in the league but winning, and that's why he won, point blank, period. When it came to Kobe, he had a, he had some other underlying stuff going on. I just know Colorado, RIP. Yeah, but Colorado came but, in after after Kobe already had a couple chips, though. Yeah, but we're talking. Listen, we're talking about. The, I'm talking about the after Shaq time because that's when the that's when they started weighing on Kobe. Can he win without yeah. Shaq? Everybody has that time leading up to mm-hmm. before Jordan won his ship. Yeah, you can score thirty and average thirty. But can you do it in the playoffs? Can you get past the Pistons? Everybody had that moment. LeBron's was – I think Le, – but my thing is, as a LeBron fan, I hated when he went to Miami. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Because – That was corny. It was whack. It was – and I, I feel like he could have went – he could have went to another – but – I, I wanted him out of Cleveland because Jordan, everybody, if you know the history, requested a trade, they got him people, he stayed. Kobe requested a trade, they got him people, he stayed. LeBron got nobody. He was like, I'm going with D-Wade. I left. I'm not doing this. I'm not finna sit here and waste my career like a Boogie Cousins in Cleveland, just, su- I mean, in uh, Sacramento or, or somewhere else, just suffering. I'm not finna do what Dame is doing right now in Portland and just suffer. And the team, they're not trying to build nobody around me. Which is, I feel like that created La GM. That's, I feel like though, that first, before he went to Miami, that's what created La GM. And then when he left, it was like, I'm gonna try to build whatever team I can. Y'all gonna accommodate to what I want. And I feel like that's where people fail when they get on LeBron team, like Russell and all them. That's, that's pressure. You coming in automatically assuming you're supposed to win a ship. You're supposed, you're coming in with the assumption. I got to play championship basketball 24-7, 365, or LeBron going to trade me. That's crazy. I just, I just think it's hard to play with LeBron James, period. It like, is. I, it is. I, 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 I'm I, a LeBron fan. It is. I've watched games. I would hate playing with LeBron. I would hate playing. Why? He you is, would actually be a perfect teammate for LeBron because he's going to get double team and kick it to you to shoot the three. All you got to do yeah, is knock the three easier. down. That's easier said than done, Trip. because when you're standing around and just you're not, t- you're not getting the touches. You got to feel like you're a part yeah. of it. Not have somebody do the home run play every time. I watched. I went to a Laker game. Not, I haven't went to many, but I watched when the Lakers were playing Rondo and my boy Scott Machado was playing with the Lakers. When they, when they had Lonzo Ball and all them dudes and they, like, so I go to a game, and I'm watching the game. I'm watching demeanor. I'm watching how to how you know they interact, and just how he plays. So like the ball comes off the you know the shot comes off the rebound comes. Say like a, a guard like Rondo has the ball. He's dribbling up the court, and LeBron like the ball, 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 ball. That like that will make me sick. Like yo, I can't. I'm a point guard, and I'm dribbling up the ball, and you just like in my way trying to. Made Rondo a spot-up shooter. Rondo has never shot that many threes in his life. Uh, uh, George Hill a spot-up shooter. Like, these are point guards that can't don't, that, that go on the court and don't even have a role anymore. Russell Westbrook, is a, he's a point guard. Like, he, he's a ball-dominant guard. He's not 
I don't like him as a point guard because he turns the ball over way too much. But when playing with LeBron, you don't even know what you're going to do anymore. And that's why people's career, like, they, like Kevin Love, you know. Kevin Love's the best example. The Kevin Love's the best example. People don't know that Kevin Love was him. He averaged 30 on the Timberwolves. Yeah, he was playing with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He averaged 30 on a bad Timberwolves team, though. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't just that he averaged Kevin 30. Love it was, was everything him. that Kevin Love could do on the court. And then all that got eliminated playing with Braun because then he had to only be a stretch four. Well, he got a chip, didn't he? Chris Bob, he got a ring. Chris yeah, but 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 listen, he got, he got his ring. He got his ring, and I'm sure he's happy he got his ring. But he also suffered through some mental health issues as well, trying to get that ring. He became the whipping boy for the Cavs because Bron ain't getting the criticism. Kyrie wasn't getting the criticism, so who it went on? Well, it went on well, the third don't, star. Don't, don't Question: get more criticism Would you sacrifice teams? a Hall of Fame career for a ring? Answer me that. Think about it. Would you sacrifice a Hall of Fame like, career? Am I like James Jones ring? getting rings, or like what's what level of of career? We're talking like the Kevin Loves and like like Kevin Love was on his way to being like a star. Like he was the Love was gonna Love was going into the Hall of Fame no matter what. He, love was he may going, still get like, into the Hall of Fame though. He he may still because because he's still no he's still gonna get into the yeah, Hall. So he'll still have the cum- accumulation. Of stats. Jordan's point is. Jordan's point is, would you rather have the the fulfilled 10, 12 year career of your like living up to your potential or the condensed? I got a ring. I had a couple good years because he's never been the same since since the Cleveland years. It depends because you can make a lot of money outside of, you know, after after your time in the league is done as a champion, as an NBA champion. But you can also make a lot of money if you do have a Hall of Fame, you know, career. So, yeah, it's you know, six six in one hand, half a I mean, dozen in another. It, it it also comes down to to your personality as a player, right? Because if you're a Hall of Famer with no ring like Charles Barkley, you can still make a lot of money. Yeah, that's yeah. So you know what I'm Charles saying? Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson, like you, Reggie, can speak, you know, all, all of these guys are getting they, money still. Right. Your status, but if you, but if you go anywhere, of course it's going to be an asterisk because you got a ring. But if you do it like KD or Bron, it's still going to be an asterisk. So it's like either way. You're going to have that asterisk by your name, whether you win a ring or whether you chase a ring. So it's which one you're going to choose. But you could be, you could also be like the Gary Paytons of the world, the Alonzo Mornings, you know what I mean? To have a Hall of Fame career, don't have a ring, but you know, you... you, you Gary you Payton got a ring? Gary Payton and Alonzo Yeah, I'm talking about, but he didn't have yeah, a ring until... No, no, I, I'm, I'm saying to have a Hall of Fame career, but then get the ring later as like a role player. So and that's different see. because they didn't chase it. They feel, they, they that's what I'm saying. They fulfilled their potential as players mm-hmm. to they yeah, got yeah. to a point where now yeah, I can yeah. sacrifice some playing right. time or sacrifice this because I'm a little older yeah. and being being that veteran on a team that can help them win a championship. I'm, ha- I'm, happy, not you like, I'm, I'm happy you said that, Jordan, because that's what because people always say Paul Pierce and KG and Ray Allen. That's what they did. They did not do that. They got traded there and they they tried. They was 12, 13 years into yeah, their They were already career. into their 30s. They yeah. were already into their 30s when they put them together. So it's not like LeBron, when he went to Miami, because he couldn't beat Boston, and then he went to Miami with D-Wade and told Chris Buck and recruiting players, that's completely different. It's not like, how, like Jordan yeah, yeah, yeah. would have went to, and this I've said this for years, Trip. Jordan would never have went to play with Larry Bird or, or, or Magic Johnson or Isaiah Thomas. The same with KD. Yeah, but you know they what? But, that, but, but you can you can say that but, but, because but it worked out the way that it Scottie did. Pippen. 
That's they a, gave no. him. But hold they on, gave hold on, Michael on. Jordan but, everything he needed. They drafted Scotty. They, tra- they traded for Scotty in the draft. On, on. They gave him what he Jordan. needed. Jordan, to your point though, right? And I, I agree, right? He got Scotty Pippen early in his career. He got he got he got Scotty early in his career, right? But them drafting Scotty, that's no different than what OKC gave KD because OKC drafted Russell Westbrook. They drafted James Harden. So every good team is supposed to draft the pieces that you need. Yeah, but they. But that's they not. Also, that's they not also, the same as. That's not the same as somebody too, going bro. to the front office and saying, "Yo, give me all the superstars right now." Because when they even when well, they got Scotty, it took it took years for Scotty to develop into what he became. Yeah, but they also brought. They did bring in players as well, too. Because you know, I mean, on that first championship run, a lot of those guys, you know, did come up with the organization, but. Um, they did. They did bring in. You know, on the second run, they brought in Cool Coach. They brought in Rodman. So they did. Cool Coach was a draft pick. They well, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But LeBron, LeBron didn't and, didn't have that. And I think I think too much gets made of Rodman going to the Bulls when he did because people forget how bad he was on San Antonio. Man, San Antonio gave away for nothing because he was bad. The Lakers, Dallas, and San Antonio. Right. Hit, listen, yeah, he was, man. He was pretty bad. Besides he, Detroit and the Bulls, people forget. Every, yeah. Like, the team he, Rodman played for, and it was, he was getting ejected every game, and it was bad. Like, he, without Phil Jackson, if Phil Jackson wasn't the coach of the Bulls, he could have never went to the Bulls. If Jordan wasn't on the Bulls, Rodman could have never went there, and they would have won with him. Like, they couldn't – how are you going to deal with him going to the casinos and doing all that shit in the middle of the playoffs? Like, I mean, the middle yeah. of the playoffs. You ain't I think he's partying. The worst thing that ever happened to Braun, the worst thing that ever happened to Braun was the media creation and making him anointed too early. That's the worst thing that ever happened to Braun because he he wanted to fulfill what everyone already thought of him, and that's what led to him going to Miami. Had he had to grind it and get it out the mud like other superstars, I think he would have been more patient and trying to win a championship. But because they made it like – He's he's the king. He got to do it now. He got to win these chips by this age. He felt that pressure of like I got to go team up right now and go get it. Well, he was he, he was being patient though. Look at and Giannis. Like how yeah. Giannis had no pressure. Giannis had no expectations right when he came he, he to the league, like but to just go in every day and get better, keep getting better, keep getting better. Keep, nobody expected this from Giannis. So yeah. I feel like that's one thing that people need to. Give Bron his credit for nobody until Zion. I feel like had more height than LeBron coming into the league. Yeah. Nobody had more weight on his shoulders, and everything that he's done, he's he's over exceeded expectations at this point for and me. Think, and okay. had to, oh, no, no, no. He, he did have patience though, Eric. He did have patience. LeBron waited as long as he could for Cleveland to get it together. They had a chance to get Amari Stoudemire. A year and a half before he went to the Knicks, when he still had two good knees, the 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 Cavs organization did not want to throw JJ Hicks and bum ass into the trade to get Amari Stoudemire. So he did have patience. He did try to to, to wait it out. But when he saw, all right, they're not going to make the moves that I need to help, then I'm going to have to do. Then, like you said, Jordan, then he becomes the GM. Yeah, and but says the, I'm going to go issue- to Miami and build a team over there. The issue started even before they didn't get Amari because they kept making these these uh, swing for the fences trades for guys who weren't what they needed, right? Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson was after they didn't get Amari. Then they went and got Antoine Jameson. Even before that, though. Right, even before. Eric Snow and all these people. Right, that's what I'm saying. Even before the Amari trade. They went and got Larry Larry Hughes. Hughes. Right, they kept kept trying to force the quote-unquote Scottie Pippen for Braun 
instead of building it the right way. And to Jordan's point, if you look at Milwaukee, right, every year Giannis kept getting better. Chris Middleton was also a draft pick. He getting better. better. He got, but then they slowly start putting the pieces. Detroit. He was a trade. He got drafted to Detroit. Chris Middleton right. was in Detroit, and they right. and for him came over. Over. And then they just slowly started putting the pieces together. Yeah. Right? And then ultimately it leads to last year. But I also think what Giannis did that was smart was Giannis could have been a free agent after last season. And instead, he opted in his contract early and said, nah, I don't want to be a distraction. I don't want to create the, the, the narrative of I'm out of here. We don't win. Yeah. Braun sat there and for two years people kept asking, Are you staying? Are you staying? Are you staying? I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I'm gonna do yet. So what did what did the team do? Now you gotta rush and make those moves now because you're fearful that he's gonna leave. So that's why I say some of it is on LeBron, but I think a lot of it was the creation of the media and anointing him too early. Make the kid prove it. Why are we calling him the king at 18, 19 years old? As great as he is, we already making it, we're putting him in the conversation with Jordan before he had even made the playoffs. Well, because he, he had that to, freshman year because he was the only person to get 25 and 5. Don't get yeah. it twisted. LeBron believed his own hype. He came I mean, into he, the league with that chosen one on his back. Had it on his back. Yep. He, well, said it, he believed. He lived up he to everything, though. Person. Like, we, we can't sit up here and act like he didn't because he lived up to every every piece of hype that was oh, put did. on him. He lived up to it and and, and it far did. exceeded that. So that he did. However, if whether you like his journey and how he got to where he's at, he far exceeded any expectations that was ever put upon him. He did that. Can't argue that. All right. Well, let, let, let's 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 jump jump a little bit because there's a, a couple of other uh, playoff matches that's going on. I, I do want to you know get to these really quick because I know we 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 running a little bit low on time. So I, really quick, um, I, I want you guys to tell me out of these matchups, who do you think is is most likely to get upset? Um, all right. So we got, and this is just of the matches that are set right now. I'm not counting the, the playing tournament teams because we don't know who's going to be seventh and eighth just yet. But we have. Dallas uh, playing Utah. We have Golden State playing Denver. We have Philly playing Toronto, and we have uh, the the Celtics playing your Bulls, Jordan. So out of those, out of those four series, who's most likely to be upset? Philly. You you think Philly loses to Toronto? You said most likely to be, be upset. I don't think they lose, but you said who's most likely to be upset, and I think. I just, I just feel like, listen, man, I'm going to just be real. I don't trust James Harden in the playoffs. I never have. I never will. It's not happening. He got to prove it to me. I don't uh, trust we, him. We said that for years, so you're not alone. Don't we, trust we, him we, in the playoffs. If, if James Harden on your team in the playoffs, you're not getting there. Like, I, I, I don't know what it is. Now we've we've been saying that for years, bro. So so we're we're with you on that one. So I can I can see that, but I, I like the only reason I wouldn't put them as the the biggest upset just is just because I just feel like they're so far ahead of Toronto. Like I like in my mind, I can't see a scenario where where this Toronto Raptors team beats Philly. That's the only reason why I'm not saying that's going to be the the biggest upset. Um, out of out of those games, I honestly I probably would. Would give would give the Bulls a, a better chance at getting the upset over over the Celtics than 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 Toronto over over Philly. I don't I don't think that's an upset though. Like for me personally, like from just watching it, I don't think it's an upset if the Bulls win. Like even though we we're without Lonzo, I don't think that's an upset. I think we like we still can pretty evenly match with them. My whole biggest factor being a Bulls fan, we didn't we we didn't get the center we needed this year or power forward. We didn't get the big man, the the pres they got Tristan Thompson. Like I uh, 
he went viral for that for that brick meme where he couldn't make a, a hook shot two feet away from the basket. So that's who it is. Tristan got issues off the court though. All right. In his defense, Tristan got a lot of issues off the court. Okay. Exactly. We picked up a Kardashian man. We don't you don't pick them up. You don't get them. You don't win with the Kardashian men. That's why the Suns lost the finals. My man was dating Kylie uh the other Jenner sister over with. Devin Booker booked them. You don't win. When Blake Griffin was dating the Jenner, they lost a 3-1 series. Them, yeah. that pussy cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, man. Yeah, Ron, who, who, you got, who you got as, a, as upset potential in the first round? Um, I would say uh, Golden State again upset by uh, Denver. I would say I like that's that the one. most likely thing. You know, Steph Curry coming back from injury. I, I still – I don't think Klay Thompson is – who they're, they're pushing him to be right now. He's you not game I mean? six Clay right now. He's not that. Yeah. So they're, they're making Clay Clay, and he's not. Yeah. So, like, in, they, you know, he's been out of basketball for almost three years. Yeah, as well. When think about it, right? He's been out for the whole you pandemic. <laughs> the, yeah. the whole pandemic, he was out. And um, they want as much as they want, and then Draymond Green coming back from injury, Steph going to be coming back from injury. So I would see them getting upset, you know, and that wouldn't even be an upset. You yeah, know what because mean? when you look at we, you got to put a lot of respect on Jokic's name. Um, and shout, 100%. shout out to Jokic, the first ever player to 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 get two thousand points, one thousand rebounds, and five hundred assists uh, in in a, in a season. So big shout out to Jokic on that. And you, you like when if you got Jokic on on your squad, like you know. People don't put respect on his name. He was the MVP last year. People don't even bring him think up. About, bro, you got to think about it like this. It's the same way as basketball fans. We love Dirk. We love Dirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dirk didn't get the respect he deserved until he got his ship. Yeah. <laughs> until he beat Braun. And it's like, but it was Dirk, like Dirk, Ben Dirk. Like, it's some people that got on late to Dirk. And it's like, I feel like Jokic get that same treatment. He's a big, slow, sloppy bill, overseas white boy that can pass his ass. He moves slow. He can shoot. He can all. But it's not exciting. And that's what people don't. That's, that's when you got to differentiate um, a real basketball fan and somebody who just watches highlights. Like, if you're that's just a, a highlight watcher, you're not going to be a fan of Jokic. Yeah. If you're just, just a guy that doesn't love the game for everything that it is, you're not going to respect what Jokic does on that basketball court because what he does, that's a one-of-one. One. Yeah. That's one-of-one. One. That's like, right. I, now, I like that one too, Ron. upgraded Mark Gasol. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say this. Before, yeah, so I, I, before, before we get out of here, there's one possible matchup that could happen that I think would possibly be a huge upset. And I think, you know, if I'm Memphis, I'm hoping that the Clippers don't wind up getting the seventh seed because I think that's going to be a really tough matchup for them. A lot of veteran guys versus a, a team of young players that haven't been to the players before. If that matchup happens, be on the lookout for a possible upset right there. I think the Clippers could Get them out of there in the first round. So that's that's just and, and it'd be a, it'd, it'd be a great coaching matchup we're not too. In the yes. Conference period. How you gonna tell me I can drive or fly an hour away to Atlanta to play a team in a different conference than me? That's crazy. If yeah. I'm Memphis, I'm pissed. I'm not in the East, and I gotta deal with the West all the time. And <laughs> everybody else around me is in the Eastern Conference. I'm hot. Let's get a trade going because I'll be mad. 
Exactly. I was talking about this the other day. I'll be mad if I'm Memphis. Like that's crazy. You can go, you can go a two and a half hour flight up to New York, or you can go to hour flight to Atlanta, or an hour and a half flight to Miami. But y'all in the whole it's West versus Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I really, really... So you're saying Memphis should be in the East. They should be. Just based That's on where Eastern they had, on, on, on location, they if, should. If you base it off of, yeah. of the actual based on geography the alone, yeah. yeah, they should be. Yeah. So, but hopefully for their for their sake, hopefully they don't get the Clippers uh, in in the first round. BG. Yeah. BG, my bye. Um, before we get out, I don't, I'm, I'm I don't let know you guys... if playoff P. Which playoff P we gonna get? You don't know which playoff P you gonna get. Well, last year he did he did he did well in the playoffs though. So I think yeah, I, I think, think we, I think no, he, he, led that he led that team. He stepped up. Yeah, but I feel like he had that pressure to step up because it's this it's now like all right, my career is on the line because they like if you don't step up, you was never that number two that Kawhi needed. If you don't step up now, yeah, you you was never that person he wanted. You was never his second in command if you can't take over when he gone. Yeah, I think he was able to step up because of the adjustments Talu made. I think Talu coaches ass hey, over last year. Hey, listen, as much as people try to discredit Talu for be, uh, as good uh, for being a great coach, Talu's a great coach. All right, like yes. don't discredit him and say LeBron won that championship. Talu coached them back from a three-one. However yeah. you want to call it, Talu yeah. coached them boys back from a three-one. They the only three-one in the finals. Talu did that. LeBron and them played their ass off, but he made the adjustment so they could do that. Yeah. And you and you can't even use that argument anyway because if that's the case, you can say that about every head coach that's had superstar. That means Phil Jackson ain't, ain't one of the greatest coaches. Pat Riley ain't one of the greatest coaches. Popovich, everybody has superstars, you know, unless outside of the the, the the Pistons team that beat the Lakers, you know, for the most part they there's superstars on these teams. So you can't I hate when people try to use that argument to to you know to take away from from the coaching job that uh that that Tyrone Lou did. Um, before we get out of here really quick, let me just shout out. Is it is we do finally have have baseball. Um, Eric and, and Haran, y'all know y'all the, y'all the Queens Cats. The Mets and the Yankees both are have started out very hot. I mean, it's only obviously it's only opening weekend, but they they both teams have started out really good. I see you got we got you got that, that Atlanta hat on right there. I don't I don't know about oh, the Braves because yeah, 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 no, the Braves got a couple of issues. They the champs. They the champs. Now you got to put respect on them. They the champs. They are, but y'all, you know I'm still. I, you know, I still got y'all got some work to do to get past the, the uh, John Rocker years. So we're gonna we're gonna that we'll save that for another show. We're gonna save that for another show. Um, Shout out my sh- boy Dancy Swanson. That was my high school <laughs> class. Made shortstop for the Braves. Man, we win it all day. Really quick, let me shout out the sponsors. Big shout out to Petro Home Services, Kmart, the Rosado Firm, and uh, Soundview Liquors. Make sure you guys are following us on all our social media: Twitter, Instagram at Real Fan Talk. Facebook.com forward slash Real Fans Real Talk. Subscribe to that YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash For The Fans Productions. And don't worry, if you're not in New York City on Thursday nights and you can't watch us on, on, on Verizon 43, you can also watch us from anywhere in the world. Just go to the website, www.realfansrealtalk.com. Um, and, and make sure you guys subscribe to all of the podcasts, uh, The Sanchez Show, uh, Real Fans, Real Talk, and, and Shooting the Shit Podcast. We're on all major streaming platforms. Um, fellas, since y'all the guests, I'm going to let y'all both give us a final thought, and then we're going to get up out of here. You got it, Jordan. Give your final thought. I'll give mine. 
Maxwell, I'm on your ass. You don't want to see me. Sir Isaac, I'm on your ass. You don't want to see me. Whoever else want to be in the contest, I'm on your ass. It's the one for God, the one and only. You cannot call me, a.k.a. Hemi Turner in the flesh. I'm coming for dubs. I'm coming for all of that. Isaac said last time I beat him in a contest, it was fluke because he was kind of hurt. So let's see this time. Come fully prepared. That's big, bro. Maxwell, little bro. But I'm him. I'm the middle child. I'm J. Cole. I'm the GOAT. We out here. Yo, this is this is crazy because this is this is very unexpected. Jordan hit me up. He's out here. I'm like, yo, I'm doing this interview. We got I didn't know I was gonna get this energy. This is amazing. Um, but final thoughts, final thoughts. Um, May 7th, make sure you guys, you know, support, you know, bowling for peace. And um, if you uh if you're in the Houston area, you can support, even if you're not in the Houston area, we'll send you the ways that you can support. Um, even I had someone purchase tickets for kids who, you know, who, you know, they can't personally come, but they purchase tickets for me to give out to kids as well, too. So that's what's, that's, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want everybody to know we super independent and we outside. And when we win, y'all win. We're going to have to. I'm just I'm just going to put this out there right now. Before we get that's to, crazy. to have the other up here too. That's what I'm saying. Before we get to Houston, I we at least gonna have Maxwell get up here. We're gonna need both of y'all to be up here at the same time. Cause I like the, this energy. I'm looking forward to this dunk contest. Listen, man, but we gotta get up out of here. For myself, Trip Young, my co-host, my bro, legend in two games, Eric Sanchez, Haron, H. Shaw Hargrave, aka Mr. Bowling for Peace. And of course, the newest member of the Real Fans, Real Talk family, Jordan Sutherland, possible dunk contest champion. I'm gonna say possibly because we ain't there yet. We got still you still gotta show and prove. You still gotta show and prove. So oh, we, oh facts. All right. But uh with that being said, man, we are up out of here. Peace. 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 This is your African King's coming, Michael Blackson. You watching real friends, real talk. Get real with it, my son. <laughs> <laughs>